everyone. It's Michelle Taggy. I am here with another bonus episode. So I've been doing a lot of interviews lately, and I just wanted to have a chance to kind of catch up with uh, the things that I've talked about, about changing jobs, things about myself that I really haven't had a chance to talk through with the guest interviews. So uh, just some brief updates. And then I have a couple announcements about the podcast and uh, just some other updates, but I didn't want to just talk to myself. So I brought on someone that a lot of you know. Hi, Marissa. Hi, thanks for thinking of me. I know. I'm like, we need to talk anyway. We used to talk a lot more when we did a podcast together. <laughs> no, I miss it. I, really I miss do. it too. But uh, yeah, excited to talk to you today. Um, I actually have a fun surprise icebreaker for you. <laughs> Oh no, you would. <laughs> so, what is it? <laughs> no, I was looking back at our top podcast episodes because I want to like in the new year kind of like share some some episodes, like do a countdown or something. I don't know what exactly I'm going to do, but um, so our top 10 episodes, I'm pretty sure you've listened to all of them at least because it was like back when we were doing the podcast together and you're in four of them. So I wanted to see if you could guess any of the top episodes. Oh goodness. Um, is one of them what I'm trying to remember. It was one of the first ones we did with the baby feeding. Is, is that one of them? Baby feeding is one of them. Okay. Yep. Um, Oh, goodness gracious. You're making me think here. I have minimal brain cells. Do you remember doing a podcast with me? Vaguely. It's, it's a little foggy, but... Um, is the birth story one of them? No. Ah. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what else do we talk about? Fertility. The fertility. Yeah, that was How episode two. And that's, that, was that two? is one of them, Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the baby first foods was them. episode 18. So those are the oldest two that made the top 10. So you, oh you did well. I got half. That's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are the other ones? Uh, the one with Laura Bruner. Oh, that was so fun. Postpartum prep. Yeah. And then the other one was just like a random improving health with, um, not having like calcium without dairy, like kind of just some tips. Oh yeah. Uh, that was episode 36 and the one with Laura was episode 30, but, um, yeah. Improving health without eliminating foods, calcium and cortisol is a cause of weight gain. So, Mm. um, wow. But Aw, <laughs> reminiscing, <laughs> and then there was a lot of like. Uh, I think the top, the top two ever are um, the one with Meg Reburn on <gasps> healthy pregnancy, and then the second one was the gut health one with Kelsey. Um, oh, those were good. Those were yeah. really good. Yeah, those are both really, really good. good. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun to look back. And I actually did go back and listen to our baby feeding episode not long ago, and I'm like, yeah, this all holds up. <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I've done a lot more research since then, but it's like, yeah, we did well. <laughs> good for us. So look at us. Anyway, so yeah, my announcement on the podcast is I'm switching formats. So what I've done, like what we've done with this podcast is kind of like an hour long doing 
like kind of deep diving into a topic and something with podcast listening that's changed a lot for people is not necessarily having commutes and I I see people wanting like smaller pieces of information so starting next year it's all going to be these like little 20 minute episodes on like like deep diving on one topic so like how to pick a prenatal and maybe it's like 12 minutes and uh, it's all going to be around feeding babies and postpartum. So kind of that, maybe that first year after having a baby, maybe some third trimester stuff, but it's going to just be like super focused topics. So I'm excited. Awesome. I love that. (laughs) I am one of those people currently who likes the bite-sized chunks. Yeah. And I think it's easy to like pick through like, oh, I want the answer to this and I want it quickly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. How exciting. And I'm selfishly very excited about the topics. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I have an interview with Megan Garcia coming up and she's, so I like already booked her for an hour. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get three episodes out of this. (laughs) Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, super excited about that. But other than that, yeah, I just kind of wanted to catch in, catch up. Um, yeah, things are very different. Like there's uh, starting my own business, leaving full-time work. Obviously, I still have a baby. <laughs> she's still around. That's she good. is. And she's good. wonderful. Um, but yeah, just like life changes. And it's just, it's very interesting because like this this career change, and I'm sure it's this way for a lot of people, but the whole purpose of it is to be happier. So like a consequence of this is like, you have to spend all this time just determining what makes you happy. Like, what are my needs? Like, what do I want? And it's like kind of more of a whole thing than I was expecting to be going through. I kind of thought it was like, okay, I want to do nutrition instead of insurance or, you know, both as I'm doing now, but uh, it's just been a lot of deep diving. So yeah, the soul searching is definitely an interesting part of <laughs> all of that. I can imagine, especially with like such a huge pivot like you made from insurance to nutrition, right? I mean, yeah, and I'm still working part time in insurance, but it does feel very different because it's kind of like I put my career on hold. Like I've I've gotten a job that I can kind of stay, um, you know, not necessarily go backwards, but I'm definitely not going forward. It's kind of just uh, a job and they value me for what I bring to the table. Like I'm, I'm respected for my knowledge, but it's not something that's going to propel me forward. And my whole career, I've been like really focused on that. Um, Just going to ask you how you feel about that because knowing you as a person. Yeah. So there's honestly some things that are really hard that I have to keep reminding myself this is what you wanted. Um, Like my title being much lower or Mm. um, not necessarily being involved in a lot of the decision-making because I went from being an executive in a managerial role at my last job to now I'm just like put in my hours, get some, some work done. So I think it's, I think it's hard from that perspective because I'm kind of used to having, having a department of people under me where I could just say, 
uh, this is what I want. Let's execute on this. And now it's just like, uh, here's what I think we should do. And when I'm, when they disagree, it's like, okay, <laughs> like that's, uh, the end of my role. But it's also like in the level of position I'm in, I'm extremely confident in my ability to do that job. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that is. I um, probably need that. And <laughs> yeah. And it's not like I'm going back to like, where I don't know, there's still things that carry through where I'm, I have no problem just like picking up the phone or setting a meeting on somebody's calendar if I'm not getting what I need. So there's like skills that I've learned that new people wouldn't have, I guess, that make it, you know, make me be able to get things done easier. But mm -hmm. so it's, it's kind of nice. Like I feel, um, I'm getting paid less hourly. I think we talked about that, how just the fact that I lost all my benefits, um, I guess compensated is more of the right way to put it rather than paid. But um, so I'm like, you know what? I need to, for this to work out for me, to meet, for me to feel valued, uh, I need to keep these boundaries that I said, like I want more freedom in my personal life and like, that's the thing that makes it equal to me, if that makes sense. It does. Do you find that you have to remind yourself of that often, or does it feel a little more natural now that you've been doing it for a while? I mean, it's, it's only been three months, and it probably was only one month ago that I feel like it started to feel normal even, um, okay. where I kind of knew what my day would look like or, you know, what I was even trying to do, because it was like starting my own business. And obviously this is something I've been working on since before I quit my job, but it's like, there's just so much to do, but there's also so many like rabbit holes you could chase that, you know, if you're not treating it like a business, if you're just like, Oh, I have all this stuff to do. It's like, um, never end. <laughs> yeah. So I, a month ago it started to feel like I had a little bit more of a routine, but then pretty recently my job asked me to put in more hours and also they had somebody who had to be out of the office for a little bit and so right away like he had some family things and I'm like oh I can step in like don't feel like you need to be here I can take over and that I'm fine with you know like being a team player temporarily but essentially what ended up happening is I, I asked about what they needed, what I needed from a job. Like, um, I have personal needs that I think this nutrition stuff is giving me, like feeling like I have purpose and passion for what I'm doing. So I told them like, here's some things I would be interested in if you wanted to have more of my time. And it, it kind of was like not necessarily what they valued, so I declined it. Good for um, you though. Yeah, it's, it's, this is something I was never able to do before. And already the guy I work with the most is kind of like, I admire you for um, being aware of where my happiness is coming from and what I need and then advocating for that. So uh, totally. I am learning. <laughs> yeah. It does not Sounds come like quickly though. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I feel confident because I set this up ahead of time, like, because I was very clear when I was getting hired for this position, like I had kind of these demands where it was like, my time is my time. If I've blocked off my calendar, 
your stuff doesn't come ahead of my stuff. Um, and I, it, it was just refreshing and it was nice to put myself first, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And that's not easy as, as someone with, I mean, just me knowing your personality, but then also you factor in being a mother and being a wife and how often do we just put others needs before us in general. Right. And then you throw in a job on top of that. And it's so hard. It's really hard to even have that thought and then take the steps, like the action, like the follow through, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to do that. But I do, I do realize I'm in this position where because I went back to a position where they already knew me and knew they wanted me, I think that's the only way this would happen. Like if I was applying yeah. for a new job and I had a bunch of demands, they'd move right on. <laughs> so oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so I'm, I feel very fortunate to be in that position. Um, but it, it also feels like a smart move. Like I'm able to start this business. Um, I think the business would obviously be taking off faster if I didn't have a job. And uh, like, obviously, like you said, the kids and the husband, like it, it, I just don't have that much time after work hours to be able to do it. So, um, so yeah, it's obviously slowing that down, but it's making me confident in what I'm doing. I'm still like doing something where I'm bringing in an income and I'm able to do something else too. And it's like, okay, I found a situation where I guess I, I'm, I'm valued. Um, is what I would say. So. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad that's going well. Yeah. I guess the thing I will say is though, like the more and more I'm into exploring these different options. Like, I think you and I have talked about this in terms of like the direct sales companies and like kind of these options that are out there for women who don't necessarily want to work full time. Cause it's, it's a lot, especially if you're in a higher level position where a lot is expected of you and you can't just leave at five o'clock or whatever. It's, uh, I think I'm discovering more and more that there's not a lot of good options. Like this part-time thing I found, I think is extremely rare. And I also had to lower my hourly compensation to take that. And uh, let alone like lopping off half of the compensation because I'm working half the time. <laughs> so, um, right. so it's even more than that. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just kind of like shitty to me. <laughs> It is. It really is. I know my eyes were open to that as well. I know we had lots of talks about that, but it is, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. I, I, it seems like, and that's something I hope kind of comes out of COVID is that people come back to the workforce after working from home, demanding more flexibility because we're getting it now because companies kind of have to, like if your kids daycare closed and you're, um, you know, like you have to be mm -hmm. flexible with your work day because your kids are at home or whatever it is. And it's like, we probably always needed this. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Especially I as agree. parents, but mm -hmm. yeah. so, yeah, I guess like the other, the other things that were noteful for me, like mind shift, like mindset wise, I'm not in a job I hate anymore, which is huge. <laughs> like I don't resent the fact that I'm going to work. Like I, um, I'm so glad I left that other job. And Scott was always telling me like, he wasn't necessarily a fan of me leaving my career, but he's like, well, staying where you're at isn't an option. And I just, 
I, yeah, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't. Good. Um, And then even just the fact that I'm working hourly, it, it almost feels empowering that like I'm clocking in and making this decision of like, yep, I'd like to trade my time for some money right now. (laughs) Um, So I, I think that's been really nice. Um, And yeah, just like trying to find balance. Like it, it is difficult to work at night. And I guess I'm looking to some of these cues in my body to see how well things are working, like checking in with my sleep, checking in with muscular pain, like these kind of things. And it's like, uh, my job is stressful, but I'm just trying to leave as much of that as like, well, I can only get done what I can get done and not over committing so that it doesn't stress me out too much. But I, I can tell when it does. <laughs> I mean, it's good that you're listening to those cues, I think, because how many people don't, they don't even know, <laughs> you know, it's hard, but um, yeah. It's yeah. Good. So are you finding ways, like are you able to step back whenever you notice that it's feeling a little rough and tense and affecting like say your sleep or something? Or are you just like, okay, this is happening. We move forward. It's, it's difficult because it's like, okay, I could clock in less hours at my job, but they do have things they want from me. And I did kind of agree like, okay, I'll work between 16 and 20 hours a week. So there's definitely, definitely been weeks where I've been under that 16, but um, I feel bad about it when they're super busy. And then on the other side with the nutrition stuff, it's like I said, never ending. And I want to move that business forward because it's, it's the reason I did this whole thing. Um, so I would say it's difficult, but not impossible, but I'm probably hitting that point where I'm like, okay, I need a little, I need to step back a little and I need to prioritize myself and not just, um, be back where I've always been of like, no, I have to do the job. So yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the nutrition end of things a little bit? I don't want to jump sure. ahead. Yeah. I'm interested to hear how it's going <laughs> and what's changed and how it's fitting in. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should have been prepared for this, but yeah, <laughs> it is, it's, it's difficult. And I think I thought like once I made this move of like, yes, I want to do this as a job, even though, you know, it's a part-time job in addition to my other part-time job. Um, but I guess I thought like once I, I got to really put more energy into it, that that would just equate to, um, I don't know, sales <laughs> um, or clients or, and it does to a, to a degree, but it's not happening as quickly as I thought it would. Um, So, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm being totally honest. Like I'm sure a lot of people listening are people who are following me and doing the things, but, um, so yeah, we're just trying to, we're, I'm just trying to find ways to get in front of more people and expand my reach and then also expand my offerings because, Another thing I've learned is if the only things you have cost like 20 or 30 bucks, you need to be reaching so many people (laughs) to be able to make any money from it. So it's all learning experience. Yeah. And it's, it's like on some days it's really fun to get to 
try new skills, like things I haven't done before and like figure them out. And some days I hate that. Like, I just want to do something I know how to do. Um, and it is very different from what I've been trained in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're persevering. That's yeah. Something. And I'm actually challenging myself to try to think a lot bigger. Um, because like I said, it, if you think small, I just don't think there's any chance it'll ever go anywhere. It'll, it'll keep like incrementally being less and less small, but I think it's still going to be small um, versus like, yeah, like why, why not? Like, why can't, couldn't I um, create a certification program for healthcare professionals to learn more about baby feeding? And like, um, I am learning more and more every day. I'm not like, the biggest expert in it, but it's like, I'm, I'm just consuming more and more and I will be. Exactly. Um, I'm just going to say that's how they got to be experts. Right. So, doing it. Yeah. Doing and it. it continues to be really interesting, which is like, it, it's so cool that it keeps coming back to this idea of nourished and nurturing. And we came up with this name so long ago and it maybe didn't know exactly what it meant, but it's like, yeah, like for me now, it's really like postpartum and feeding your baby, but also like just things I talk about all the time. Like you need to be eating enough choline and DHA when you're breastfeeding and it's like you're nourished and you're nurturing your baby. And, um, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of cool too. Like it's, it's just this like vision that keeps refining itself. It's not changing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I have the guides, your book, and it is beautiful. Oh, it's thank beautiful. You. How's that? Is it, so it's out there in the world, right? It's out there in the world. We're gonna we just met like an hour ago and the final version will be out um at, at the first of the year. So oh. yeah, and then the price will be going up. So anybody who's listening to this and it's still 2020, I would snag it now. <laughs> it's literally more than worth it. More yeah, worth thank it. you. And, yeah, and it is, it's it. a lot of things I didn't know, even though I was still very much in the like prenatal nutrition space, I didn't know a lot of those specific things when I was breastfeeding with my first. So it's like... <gasps> I learned a lot and now it seems like common knowledge, but it's like, oh, a lot of other people probably aren't hearing about this. It, it was funny too. I actually asked my husband when I was trying to eat so much fish to, for getting enough DHA for breastfeeding with this baby. I'm like, why didn't it seem that this hard with Connor? And he's like, you weren't doing that with him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't know how much fish I needed to be eating when I was breastfeeding until I did all this research for this book. So yeah. Oh my, that's so funny. I'm noticing a lot of stuff just in the pregnancy space that I'm doing differently this time when I knew, I thought I knew a lot then. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, no. <laughs> so I can only imagine <laughs> after all the research you've done. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, luckily, I mean, it's like, it's, I think with a guide, we made it in a way that it's really approachable too. Like, it's not like you have to overhaul everything. It's just like, adding some things like being conscious of certain nutrients. So, um, and then, yeah, like trying to make it as easy as you can on yourself because trying to be perfect postpartum is not going to help you either. 
Yeah, no, I really, I picked that up and I was reading it and I really appreciated that aspect of it because it can feel like you have to air quotes, you have to be doing all the things. And, um, it's, I, I've learned a lot from your guide. Like there's a ton Aww. of good information. The recipes sound, I can't wait to make them, <laughs> especially those casseroles. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, I did appreciate that aspect of it too. So oh, that's awesome. thumbs up from me, whatever that Thank means. Thank you so much. I, I didn't expect that, but I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm doing a lot of, um, courses on baby feeding, which, uh, I mean, part of that is like, I, researched a lot when my baby started eating again. And it's like, um, I'm still like super interested in the postpartum period, but I'm following that a little bit. So. Wonderful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I remember you mentioning that one of our first conversations that there's just nothing out there, not nothing, but like nothing that really aligned with what we were taught and what we believed in things like that. Yeah. So I think that's so exciting. That and like how much of a difference it makes for having toddlers who eat healthy and it's like yeah. I'm asked all the time like how do you get your kid to eat vegetables how do you this and it's like well we've always been doing this yeah. um so so yeah super exciting but Ooh. well yeah I, I think that was all I wanted to tell everybody I just wanted to make sure I was still a part of this podcast like <laughs> um still doing it <laughs> so for anybody who is interested thanks for listening and yeah, I'll be back with these mini episodes in January. So talk to you guys soon.